0: Made it to episode 94 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Welcome, my friend. This is part two in the six-part series with Dave Bush. Today he and I are talking about dreaming. Dreaming. You know, there's this phrase in your dreams, right? Well, we're not talking about in your dreams. We're gonna talk about actual dreams that you have. Why should we set our dreams on the shelf, why should we? What if we pick those dreams back up? What if we dusted them off? What if we look to see, is there anything there that we really want to do in our lives? I remember as a kid, I used to, I literally had a dream that I could fly across my backyard. And then I flew across my neighbor's backyard and they had a big black dog and I remember flying over the black dog and waving at him and laughing at him because he couldn't bite me. He couldn't get to me because I was flying. I loved that dream. I, if I could, seriously, if I could, every single night, I would dream about flying. But you know, sometimes we just we stop dreaming. We forget the dreams that we had, and we settle for what is, thinking we can never go any further. So again, Don't let Dave's cool demeanor fool you. This guy's deadly serious about helping people reach their goals. He's a peak performance coach, and he's awesome. He's a lot of fun. And today, we're going to talk about dreaming. Here's my conversation with Dave Bush. Dave Bush, we are on the second commitment. Engage in your dreams. Now, I've heard the phrase, in your dreams. I don't think you mean it that way. Oh, so what do you mean by engage in your dreams?
1: Yeah, well, Joseph was a dreamer, right? So uh yeah, there's uh, lots of different connections to the word dream. The way that I define dreams is uh the things that you desire um that are beyond your reality today. Um and so some people have little dreams and some people have medium-sized dreams, and then some people have big dreams, big visions. I love going into a big city. I was just in Chicago this last weekend and, you know, the buildings there, right. I mean, at some point somebody had to dream those up,
0: you know,
1: mm. I mean, you yeah. could say whether they're good or bad and, you know, uh, in a metropolis town, you know, that whether that's beneficial, but any kind of major structure was a dream. Any, uh, you know, Major accomplishment starts with a dream, starts with an idea, and then it begins to become a passion and becomes uh, something that inspires people to do things that are outside of ordinary. And so, you know, I I've, what I found, Jeff, is that there's usually four types of people that I've come into contact with. There's people that have dreams and they're in writing, and that's a very small number because most people didn't go to school, in and. Take dream weaving 101, you know, basket <laughs> yeah. weaving, maybe but yeah. you know, uh, writing, writing down your dreams is not something that everybody has been mm. taught to do. And in some circles, you know, dreaming would be even perceived as being, um, you know, uh, anti-biblical, you know, <laughs> no, wait a second. This is not we should not be dreaming of things of, you know wealth and power and privilege. And, you know, there may be some justification to that, but um, you know, the proverb that says, you know, where there is no vision, the people perish, right? So vision dreams is kind of the direction that we're going with this. Uh, The second group of people are the people that have dreams, but they haven't ever written them down. So they have Mm -hmm. them all up here. Um, And then there's the people out there that they haven't been a dreamer and they'd like to learn how. Um, And those people are, they have an open and curious mindset. Uh, They're not fixed. They're not closed minded. They're actually somebody that's open to the idea that they can dream. Um, I have people that oftentimes say to me, I'm not a dreamer. Well, that's a statement. (laughs) It's a statement that's confirming the identity that you know, but it doesn't mean that you can't become one. If you'd like to learn the benefits of doing it, you might just want to learn how to do it. And that fourth category is kind of that fixed mindset of the person that says, no, I'm not a dreamer. And I don't believe it's, you know, a good thing to do. And you know, I'm not here to convince you. <laughs> so, you know, uh John Maxwell once said, you know, I stopped begging people to live a better life a long time ago. So, if yeah, your life is yeah. doing well or you like the way it's working for you, by all means, keep doing what you're doing. But in the work that I do, I have found it to be very fulfilling to help people to find something that they dream of doing. And it helps them to break free from ordinary. And it helps them to prove to themselves that they can do so much more than they have done. And I could give you some examples of things in my life that helped me to prove to myself that there was evidence that demanded a different verdict about what was possible in life because I had the courage to dream a dream and go after it and pursue it.
0: Hmm. You know, I remember getting started on my Master of Divinity degree at the age of 47, my daughter had just graduated college and I told her we could, we could race to see who got their master's degree first. And I remember telling my wife, I said, well, you know, I know this, when I'm 52, I'm going to be really glad that I started when I was 47. So my dream was to go through it and to finish it and to have it. I didn't realize how I would change going through that and how having the degree was nothing compared to the the different me that arrived at the other end of that and that I remember when you said to me you know Jeff you could uh, you could easily lose 50 pounds in the next three months if you follow this plan and you do uh, these things that you know are the right things to do you could yeah you could lose and I, and I remember thinking to myself really three months and so you put a dream in my head that I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was only a dream, but I believed it could happen. When you told me it could happen, I believed it could happen. So in your book, how, how do you uh, practically take people to actually engage their dreams to discover wh- what their dream would even be? Yeah, well,
1: I start off with just going back to, you know, when you're a child and, you know, you're dreaming of all the things in life that you'd like to experience. And, you know, maybe you dreamt about flying or I mean, there was a point in time where we just dreamed unrealistic dreams um, or most people did. And whether it's to be the champion or to be the best at something or to make a difference in the world or to change the world. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, big dreams that people have when they're growing up. Um, and then, you know, slowly, oftentimes those dreams die. And, uh, Les Brown, the famous motivational speaker said, you know, um, they say that the, uh, the average American dies at the age of 40, they just don't bury him until the age of 80. And (laughs) what he's saying is, is that, you know, most people die in terms of their dreams and they just exist from 40 to 80 and, you know, they, they aren't thriving, they're surviving and they've lost the desire to get uncomfortable and to take risks and to go outside of ordinary um, because of the conflict that comes and because of, you know, just the fact that, you know, people don't necessarily like change. And so, you know, the process that I go through is I just kind of give them some structure to ask some questions. Uh, I give them a couple pages of examples, you know, things like, You know, learn a new language or to learn to dance, you know, jet ski in the Riviera. I mean, there's just so many different ideas (laughs) that, you know, again, um, it's not about, you know, this idea of living this extravagant lifestyle. But, you know, if you've had had a chance to climb a mountain or if you've had a chance to do something, like lose 50 pounds that you didn't think was possible and you prove it to be possible, then what happens is you start asking your question, what else could I do that I have been telling myself I can't do?
0: Yeah, And many people are telling
1: themselves, I can't, you know, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I'm not, I'm too old. I mean, think about all the things that Moses gave and, you know, when God gave him the dream about, you know, leaving Egypt and going into the promised land, you know, he was thinking of all the things that he he couldn't do. And God was giving him a big dream or a big vision that he was saying, hey, this is going to change your life and change the world. And uh, we just have to be
0: open to what
1: that can bring us and be open to considering how we could do it and why why it would benefit us.
0: So we're going to talk tomorrow, Dave, about uh, agreeing to make hard choices. Because a dream will only ever be a dream until we actually make some choices and take those first few steps that put us on the journey. So thanks for joining us today, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.